and welcome back to another edition of the Rally Cap Podcast with my partner, my cohort, my fellow baseball lover, Elliot Rearing. Elliot, we have, I mean, we have a trade we have to talk about today. We do. Mike Freeman. Mike he's a Freeman. Red. He's a red. Mike Freeman. If you don't know Mike Freeman, that's because no one does. <laughs> he's a, he's um, a red. <laughs> I, but honestly, I, I think Zach and I are going to be in a happier mood. As I mean, We'll talk about it. As, as bad as the Reds offseason, as disappointing as everything's been with the Reds, we're in March, Zach. We are in March, and pending a lot of coronavirus stuff, we're going to have a March madness. Yeah. And I'm really excited about it. I assume a couple teams are probably going to end up dropping out, and it's going to be sad. But at the end of the day, we're going to have a national champion this season. We're going to have a Final Four. We're going to have an Elite Eight, a Sweet 16, wow. a round of 32, and a first round of March Madness. Um, so that's so I, I'm kind of happy for that. I mean, I'll believe it when I see it. I've told you I'm afraid they're going to cancel it like a million times just because of what happened last year. And how everything change, can change quickly. I, I'm kidding. I think we're gonna have it. <laughs> we're gonna. I think we're gonna have it. I mean, God, the the world can't be that cruel to, to <laughs> cancel it two years in a row. So, yeah, and, and and we'll talk about that towards the end. Uh, but right now, this is a Reds podcast. This is a Reds podcast. Is that is, is that and a good thing? Are they playing right now? They are playing right now. I I was, I was checking in on them. They're not on TV, but otherwise we'd. Maybe we'd have them on. I wouldn't not. have them on. With all due respect, we have March going on. Um, um, you don't want to watch D Strange? <laughs> no. So the last time we did this, it was about two months ago. It was yeah. January. Um, and at that point, Zach told me frantically that, Elliot, don't worry. We're getting a shortstop. Elliot, Elliot, we're getting a shortstop. Zach was right. We got so a I, I, I want to apologize right now. Zach was right. <laughs> Where Zach stop. was a little wrong was that we got seven different shortstops, uh, every every single one of them worse than the last. We don't have a shortstop that can field or a shortstop that can hit. We are missing a position. We are missing a position in baseball. Yeah. On our baseball team, that's mm-hmm. where we are. Yeah, we don't we don't have a shortstop. We we. I was right in that we got a shortstop and we got oh, a we got a ton of them. We got D Strange Gordon. We got a ton. You know, you know after like you play like 10 years in Madden, like 10 seasons in Madden, they start creating names. Some of these names are the names the Madden auto generates. What about Kyle Holder? Do yeah, I don't know who Kyle? Kyle Holder is. What about Kyle Farmer? We know who that one is, unfortunately. <laughs> People forget he started in Blindside. This is so. This our big signing, and Zach can our talk about all the scrubs because I don't. A big signing. <laughs> well, the big. Well, the big. No, we don't. But the big signing that was supposed to be probably. I, I assume like Crawl when he signed this guy, he's like, yeah, fans are gonna love this one. This is a good one. D Strange Gordon, who up until this year I didn't know Strange was in his name. Yeah, he changed it this um, year. He did. Yeah. Okay, so last year, that is pretty strange. And Whoa. the Reds signing yeah. of D Gordon is strange because again, yeah. D Gordon's not very good. Yeah, he's been horrific the last two years. So that's what we're dealing with right now. We still don't really know what's happening. Uh, it, it, it appears that D Gordon's going to be our shortstop, but yeah, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of guys playing for that spot right now. Um, oh. Pitching wise. <laughs> Uh, the the, the uh, he's probably the biggest signing of our off season, which is not saying a whole lot. It is uh, Doolittle, Dr. Mr. Doolittle. Sean Doolittle. Yeah. He's been horrible. Yeah, he's given up, I believe, 
three three runs in his first appearance. And again, it is spring training. I, I would like to I would like to say that. And I know yeah, Elliot yeah, Elliot hates spring training more than anything of all. Well, or, it's just because I know he likes spring training. He thinks that like every stat has to matter, which. I understand. Like, I would like. I would like when Eugenio Suarez comes up to the plate. I'd like him to hit three hundred against pitchers who don't have a baseball card. I mean, these guys are nobodies. With all due respect, I know they're 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 fulfilling their dreams. When I say nobodies, I mean that they have not made it in the MLB and they're trying to prove themselves. But these 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 guys are not fully developed. The guys we're facing, these are guys that are going to be in the minor leagues for two more years at least or at least one year, they're not playing this next season, I'd like our guys to get hits. And we have been hitting a little bit better recently. Yeah. Um, I also know, I've been re-listening to some of these. I say, um, a lot. So if I say, um. I say, yeah, I mean, I, you know, like we, like, uh, we're, I'm going to, we're going to have to do a, we're going to have to do a drinking game of like, if you, you saying, um, you mentioning David Bell's <laughs> being a bad manager. Well, he is. Me but. saying like, you know, or, um, like my clock or a clock. Oh yeah, the clock. By the way, Creighton has two points in six minutes of basketball. Uh, like we gotta, we're gonna have to come up with a bingo card of that or like a drink. <laughs> um, we're gonna do, we can do that. Or me yelling about like anything. Me yelling about <laughs> Reds relievers being bad. <laughs> they are bad. And but, I, I guess, I guess so. I mean, I, I would like, I would have liked. So two months ago, Reds had not made any moves. Two months later, the Reds have still not made any moves. <laughs> they made moves. We signed Sean Doolittle and we signed D. Gordon, but other than that, we have nothing. I don't know when our last podcast was exactly. I think it was, it was early, early January. January. It was like the first week of January, and if I remember. I mean, they hadn't really made any significant moves. I think the bigger, the biggest move they maybe. I don't even know what the biggest move was. They maybe signed like a, a one reliever or something. It was like the trade when we traded Stevenson. Oh, we traded Stevenson. A bag of rocks. We got Jeff Hoffman, who's pitched well in, in spring training. I think he'll make the team. Um, Zach's going to have to look at these stats for me because he has, he's got his computer up. Cionel Perez was a guy that we traded for who I like. I would like him to be one of the lefties in the bullpen, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, um, Malley's looked okay. Malley pitched good last night. Malley's looked okay, as far as I can tell. Uh, Hunter Green was horrible in his outing. But he did throw 100, which is I mean, important. I, I mean, what are we doing here? I don't know. Again, I mean, what are we doing? I'm here? not that concerned about Hunter Michael Green. Lorenzen threw 100 when he gave up back-to-back walk-offs. I'm not, I'm not that concerned about Hunter Green. It was just getting a feel out there. I mean, throwing, getting... It was more about what his stuff looked like. Look was what it, what he looked like in terms of stuff. I mean, yeah, he gave up the home run, but it looked like juice balls. But he but he hasn't pitched in. <laughs> it looks like a bunch yeah. of juice balls. Elliot, he hasn't pitched in over a year and a half. He had Tommy John surgery. I get it. I that get. It. I really I really do get it. But unfortunately for him, his window of opportunity to be on a winning ball club is dwindling. That's fair. He's not going to be on it this season. He's not. I mean, certainly he's not making the team this year unless he comes in in September when the Reds are out of the hunt. And I'm sure we'll get to that towards the end of this podcast, too, mm. uh, because they are not making the playoffs. That's a prediction that Zach and I both have. So yeah, I it's, can it, give you my rundown here in a second, or but, whenever we get to that. But Hunter Green, no, he's, he's not going to make the team this year. And after this year, it's my prediction that the Reds are back in rebuild mode. I mean, it, it, it's starting to become a point where the guys that we have are old or their contracts are coming up, and either way, it doesn't equal a whole lot of success. Last year would have been our best chance. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't score. We didn't score a run in how many innings? Uh, Twenty-three innings of mm. baseball in the playoffs. That's so, good. 
other than that, uh, the Reds the Reds do look glim. I have hope to a point because I do think our offense is going to play better. I, I, I think Castellanos is going to wake up a little bit. We're going to have Suarez for 162 games rather than the 60-game sprint. We're going to have Moose to see what he really is like. Because I, I, I liked Moose last year. Yeah. He had a couple of clutch moments, actually, at the plate. And um, um, there you go. But it's, it, it, it's, um, it'll be interesting. I, Joey Votto is having a good spring training <laughs> before he just – and yeah, that's another good, thing. Yeah, he, just got, he just got tested for COVID. It doesn't really matter. He'll be fine by – be, He should be fine. He, hopefully he'll be back by, um, you know, be probably before opening day. It'll be before opening he'll day. He'll be – I think he'll be back. I mean, hopefully – yeah, I mean, because otherwise I don't know who's playing first base. I and mean, we talked about – It, would be, it would be one of our catchers. Chesler. Well, I hope – I mean, it could be Chesler Cuthbert. But I don't think so. I think it'll be Barnhart or whoever. I mean, the fact that you just uttered that name. Chester, this is why. Chester Cupper. This is why the Reds are never good. We Chester don't. was like a non-roster guy. He's he's not going to be on the team, Elliot, unless something crazy. Well, happens. I didn't think uh, Sebastian Janikowski, the kicker for the Raiders, was going to was going to be on our team either. <laughs> but he was one for twenty, and he had one base hit bloop up the middle against the Brewers, and that was his only contribution. And he did get into a playoff game, believe it or not. So. I, I don't know. I have I have low hopes. I but I but there is hope. Last year we were dead in the water and we ended up making a run at it. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This season's up for grabs. Uh, spring training, as Zach said, it doesn't really matter. Um, I, I, I just I, I just want to see our guys succeed in a situation that you can succeed in. I mean, this is this is spring training. I mean, you are you aren't facing. Uh, Clayton Kershaw for seven innings. You're facing Kershaw for three outs, and then you're seeing their whole minor league system come in every different in, or every inning. And I know guys are going to only get two at bats a game and whatever. It's it's small stuff, but it's just we were so bad last year. I need to see improvement. I don't care if it's spring training. I don't care if it's Trevor Bauer hosting a wiffle ball game for his little <laughs> YouTube channel. I don't care what it is. I want to see something good. So our, our team move in a positive direction. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, you bring up a good point. I think while we don't know, you know, it's it's kind of an unknown. I look, the, the spin zone, I guess, the optimism is, I don't think it's, at least this isn't 2016, 2017. We knew they were going to win 65 games. I guess that's good. Um, <laughs> the bad news is I just don't know how they're going to hit. You said, so you, you, you compared this season to 2014, right? Yeah. So this is going to be like a, if we're dead at the all-star break, we're selling. If we're alive, we'll try to make no, a run at it. I didn't, fine, I'll say what I think is going to be so I think they're going to do. I think the Reds are going to be 25 and 20. They're going to look decent through the first part of the year. They might, they might screw around and be in first place in the first month or so. And then... I think I think by the All Star break they'll probably peter out in June a little bit, probably lose a little bit of steam, and then by the All Star or, or by I'm sorry by the trade deadline they'll be 500. They'll probably be like three games out of a playoff spot, maybe four games out of a playoff spot, something like that. <laughs> and then uh, they'll have to either put one foot in, they'll either have to be go all in and try and make a run at it, or sell and they'll do neither. And so it'll be the off season. <laughs> and so, no, they're going to – I'm jumping ahead of myself. Uh, they'll finish 80 and 82. They'll just be kind of middle of the road, not horrible, not great. They'll probably have a losing record in September. 
Um, <laughs> Joke of a month. Except for la- except for last year, but yeah, every other year they've been horrific in September. And it's interesting what you say because you say we're start we're going to start off hot. I don't know if we we haven't started off hot in ten years. Well, I just think it, no, I think it's like that. Like they'll start off. They have some years like even when they were bad, they were like you know like they're in nineteen and fifteen. Look out that <laughs> one year. I think it was like twenty sixteen or twenty fifteen. I don't know what year it was. They were like 19 and 15. Everybody knew where they were going to be bad. But I, I just think they'll tease you a little bit. I'm like, oh, look at the Reds. Look at Kyle Farmer. He's not terrible. <laughs> Zach, and I, Zach and I were looking at the schedule a um, month or two months ago. And it was like there are the first half of the season, or not the first half, the first month, first month and a half, it's winnable. The Reds have a chance to get ahead of the impending doom. If we can get ahead, if we can get a big enough head start, we can we can stay in it come September. However, there are stretches where if we don't take advantage of the easy schedule at the beginning, we're going to die, and it is going yeah. to be a slow, painful death. We play the Padres, I think, twice in three series. We play the Dodgers twice in three series. We play the Mets, I think, twice in three series. I mean, these are juggernauts right now. I don't know. I don't know what's in store. Uh, I really don't. I think this season is a complete and utter crapshoot. I really do. I you can you can go either way. Yeah. And as Zach just said, it, it is going to be either one foot in, one foot out towards the end of the season. Yeah, what do we do? Yeah. What, what's the? I don't know what they're. I've got a. There's no feeling. direction. There's no direction of where this is going because if if we are bad and they do sell, that's it. This is rebuild, and we're going to be we're going to have to sit here in purgatory for the next four years. I guess this. I guess that point would be hell. We're in purgatory now. <laughs> Uh, no, but it would be so we would just be rotting away in hell while everyone else gets to succeed. While Fernando Tatis is over there mashing home runs, while the Mets are over there with the best offensive lineup and then signing great pitchers, while the Yankees are doing Yankee things. Uh, ooh, uh, A Rod and J Lo. R.I.P. An A-bomb from A-Rod. That, that relationship, unfortunately, has come to an end. Dropped an A-bomb <laughs> on their <laughs> relationship. <laughs> Not that it matters. Um, <laughs> No, but yeah, so so this is where we're at. This is where we're at as Reds fans. I don't know really what else to say. Spring training is going to mope along here. We're going to start doing weekly podcasts. We're back. Baseball is back. Yeah. Um, no, but, I, yeah. but I, I don't know. I, Zach has given his opinion. He's We're probably an 80-win team, and I'm going to probably agree with him. I think we're just a little bit below 500 by the time this thing ends just because of how good the National League is right now. Yeah. I mean, I, there's there's four teams that are significantly better than the Reds. Oh, yeah. And I mean, no sig- like last year, there really wasn't a team that was significantly better than us other than the Dodgers. The Dodgers, yeah. So right now we have about, I mean, there's the Mets, the Braves. I think the Phillies are significantly better. I wouldn't even say them. I would say I would say that the Mets, Padres Braves, and Padres have... Mets, Braves, Padres, and Dodgers are heads and head and shoulders above the Cincinnati. Reds. Miles ahead. The other Miles. teams, maybe you give her a few, but then the other teams, it's probably a coin flip. And then you know the Reds. I mean, it's a, the chances of them being the fifth best team. I think the Cardinals are better. I wouldn't say they're significantly better. I think maybe the Phillies. You could argue, okay. Then you know, then you dip into the Brewers and Cubs. I think they might be better than the Cubs. I like the Brewers. I probably like the Brewers better, which. Maybe on the Brewers, Cubs, and Reds, in my opinion, are all the same. It just depends on who I, who gets who gets hot at the right times, who can go on streaks longer. I agree. I so agree. The Cardinals, I do think, are better. They're not. They're, they're not a team that's like the Dodgers. No, 
No, I agree. I mean, they <laughs> added Arenado. That's that's significant. That's a significant addition. At the same time, I, they weren't world beaters last year. I don't think they're going to be world beaters this year. They're probably, no. you know, probably maybe 88-win team, something like close to that. Probably they have two something of the best like in, that. They do, do have two of the best infielders in baseball right now. So that's that's kind of where we're at. Um, but around the I, – I mean, I, I guess the only other thing right now for the Reds – Maybe maybe we can make a trade early on. You know, trades are still a possibility. It's still, you know, it, if, if things go right for us right at the beginning, maybe we can move some pieces around. Senzel, I'd like to maybe move. Yeah, I know Zach doesn't like that. but it, we're I'm at, fine with him. We're, we're, I would move Senzel. We need to sell Senzel high. That's, that's what we're at. So if Senzel gets a hot streak, the Reds start out a miraculous, like, 17-5, and five, and it's like, okay, we can do this now. I, I really believe we should be selling some pieces, selling who we need to sell to make this season worth our time. No, I wouldn't sell. I wouldn't. If that's the case, if Nick Senzel, I mean, is a good player and we're good, why would, I mean, wouldn't you want him a part of this team? I mean, he's a, that's a, good point. He's a part of the future. That, that, I mean, that, that, that's a good point, but his future is. If is, Nick Senzel is going to be a good player this year, uh, okay, but, he's okay. going to be a part of this but team. But hear me out. But hear me out. Our, his future is dependent upon the Reds being good. If the Reds are bad, he's just another Billy Hamilton. Sure. He's just another ghost in the wind. Nobody cares about. I nobody cares. It, it's it, why would I? I would yeah, want to. bad. It'd be I would want to get a better player than Nick Senzel if we are good this year. That's what I would want. And I might, don't know. I mean, it's just we don't really know what we have. I feel like we that's just, true. And but that's the. That, I mean, that's the what, other point. Like what? It, like I just don't know. Like. Like, if Nick Senzel ends up being a really good player, I mean, I'm not saying he's an all-star, but, like, if he's a, a very, very good player this year, I think that he'll be here. I think if he's not a great player or he's – I just think, like, I understand, like, the whole trade. But it's like, if, if Nick Senzel is good and the Reds are good, I think Nick Senzel is going to be a Red. If the Reds – if Nick Senzel is good and the Reds are terrible, then, okay, then maybe, you know, maybe you consider a trade. I – I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that, but at the same time, I think he's young to the. If he if you see like oh he's young, and we don't have to play him in center field because you know we have different you know we can move things around because we don't have a shortstop and we can move someone to short or someone to second or open up second base. I know Moose is here for however long, and we have four outfielders or whatever. I don't know. Plus, you got the DH, which we don't have this year. But I don't know. They've they've officially said that no yeah, DH. Yeah, there won't be a DH this year, but which stinks because I think it hurts the Reds. I think I think Nick Senzel is going to be here. I don't. I think Nick Senzel will be here. I would be surprised if he's not a Red opening day, twenty twenty two. And and just to be clear, it's not personal when I say I want Senzel traded. It's at a point I don't now. Think it is. No, this I don't is think this it is. is this this is the thing where if the Reds are bad the next few years. I don't give a damn whether Nick Senzel is good. I really don't. And it sucks that way. I don't want individual success. If I was an Angels fan, yeah, you have Mike Trout, but that's it. I mean, you have nothing as an Angels fan. Hey, they've got a... There is nothing. You have a rotting corpse in Albert Pujols, and then you've got some other guys that are actually good, but either way, they're not making the playoffs. So I, they, they've wasted the best player, arguably, in the history of the game, the Angels. They've wasted him. They've gone to one playoff game. Well, so career's not over. No, it's not. But I mean, give me the a Angels break. are. I've always said the Angels are a really good pitcher away from being a playoff team. So 
Yeah, and that's every year. Though. Sure, but I mean, I, I, yeah. I, here we are, ten years later. So <laughs> I know that's what I say I, every year, but they never do it. They I never get it. They're just interested in selling tickets and making it cool to be in LA and all that nonsense. But I want a guy who can help the team right now because in three years it's not going to matter because we're not going to be good in three years. We are at the cusp of a rebuild. Our friend uh, Cole likes to say, you know. We're still going up the mountain. We're not at the summit yet. We're past the summit. We're on our way down, and we are sliding. We are sliding down the mountain. And I think the faster we can get a good piece in here, get get. I don't want a lot. I just want a playoff win. I just want one playoff series. That's all I want. If you want to go to a rebuild after we win a playoff series this year, fine. <laughs> I'll sit here, and I'll wait five more years. But everybody else can do this successfully. Why can't we? We can't figure it out. We can't figure it out. How long is Castellanos here? Two more years or one more year? Uh, well, three. Three oh, more years. God. Right. Oh, it'll be it'll be two more. It'll be two year two more years after this. Year. I guarantee you, he will request a trade after he's, this season. He's got a he's got the potential to opt out after this year. Yeah, I, don't, I, I mean, he won't be opting out. <laughs> I I would think he would opt out if this. Well, is we it. did this last year, but it's like, dude. How is he? He's going. What person once, once, on once, earth is going to pay Nick Castellanos once, close to sixteen million dollars? Well, I'll tell you. Once, well, I'll tell you. Once finances open up, anybody. No. The Angels are. The Angels would pay it. I. I the, the Unless Dod- he's an all star. The Dodgers would pay it. There's a ton of teams that. No would pay way. It. Nick Castellanos. Teams he, that can throw money good. around, they'll take Castellanos as a bench guy that won't play. He'll make his money and he'll be happy wherever he goes. If he's not good again. He's not. He's. We're stuck with him. I you can, will not. I can I mean, smell. I can smell the contempt he has for this team. I don't think. I so. can smell it. <laughs> I think. I mean, if he's good, may, like maybe. I mean, if he's like an MVP candidate, yeah, maybe. Okay, because then I guess he could potentially opt out and think, okay, I could get more. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think he'll be like all right. I think he'll be better. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna make more than. I don't think he's gonna get paid more than sixteen million. I don't think. I just don't think it's happening. Well, Bauer got a maybe if Rachel Lupa can get him. Well, Bauer is different. I mean, he I'm is, kidding. It's a joke. He is I, a guy I, who won the Cy Young. I'm kidding. And yeah. cashed in. I, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but I guess Lupa. that's that's all the Reds news we have. Clearly, we're happy about the season. Um, it's early. It's early. Yeah. Okay, so that's it for the Reds. But Zach, we have a new partnership. Uh, it is Symbol. Symbol. It is Symbol. So. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to trade sports teams like stocks and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Symbol is blended sports and the stock market to offer you a new way to invest in and profit off your favorite teams. So basically, I I got in contact. I found their stuff on their website. And honestly, Zach and I, I I found it and it's it's pretty cool. Uh, So basically... It's like I just said, it is the stock market for sports. If you're not good at the stock market, if you're not good at sports gambling, but you like them both, this is perfect because there's less of a risk and there's a better chance for reward. How it works is you're going to buy into a team that you like or a team that maybe you don't like, but you know is going to be good. So let's say the Sim Padres, for example. The Sim Padres are, at, are, are going to be really good this year. They're not going to be at their highest point in this market yet. Due to and by the way, these the baseball teams have not started yet. It comes towards the end of the month. 
That is when the MLB sim trading will open up. But right now, so let's say once it does open up and you say, I think the Padres are going to be good, you buy into the sim Padres, and as much as they keep winning or whatever signings they make or anything good that happens, your stock's going to go up. If they lose, if they're on a losing streak, if they're selling, if there's bad PR, if anything goes wrong, your stock's going to go down. And it's just, it, it, I mean, essentially, it's, it's legitimately the stock market for sports. It's perfect. Yeah, so you can use your sports knowledge to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. So join the 2,000-plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. The stock market for sports is just a tap away. Create a free account in seconds and start profiting from your sports knowledge. So, yeah. So, like, Zach, give me a team. Yeah. Give me a team for the MLB this year, uh, not the Padres that I mentioned. Give me somebody else. How about the Braves? Braves. Braves have a great pitching staff. They have a very good offense. Very, very good. The Braves are probably going to be, maybe, I, I'd argue the Mets, but they might finish first in the East. So you say, all right, let's buy them now. As they continue to get better and better, better, my stock is going to go up. And that's exactly what is going to happen. I mean, you look at the Dodgers. I know they're the highest team on this list. I'm pretty sure thirty, you know, $38 before the, the market opens on, I believe, March 23rd. Um, I mean, you can get them at $38, but they might win 120 games this year. I mean, they could. It's possible. So you get, you know, the, the, your, the value of your stock goes up every time your team wins. So, I mean, that's a team. I know right now it seems high, but, I mean, that is a team that probably the favorites to win the World Series and team that's going to do a lot of winning. So, I mean, you could probably, that's a team you might be able to profit on, a team like that. Or, I mean, if you want to go a team that lower in value, like you maybe you really believe that the, uh, the Giants are going to be good this year and you want to buy low on the Giants, maybe they surprise. Heck, they almost made the playoffs last year. <laughs> so they're, you know, they're at $22 right now. So uh, Symbol's great. I mean, you can – it is – Elliot said it best, just kind of simplifying, you know, combining the stock market and sports – because um, the stock market can be tricky and confusing and you might not like gambling. There aren't people, you know, there are people that aren't big into gambling, but this is, I think, a perfect blend of the two. Yeah, this is like, you look at Zach Freeze and you say, <laughs> wow, this guy is bad at gambling. And he is. Yeah. You're horrible at it. And Maybe. And Zach's problem in gambling is his not unwillingness to spend money. Zach doesn't spend. He'll bet a dollar on a game and expect to big, win, win big money. <laughs> So that's his problem with this. You put in money, and it's, it's, it's a safer bet, and it's more profitable by the end. So everyone right now, stop what you're doing. Go to symbol.app, S-I-M-B-U-L-L.app, symbol.app. And if you want to help the pod, go to symbol.app slash rallypod. All right, everybody go to symbol.app slash rallypod. Look into some sports gambling, look into some stock market, combine it both, and you get symbol.app, S-I-M-B-U-L-L dot app, slash rally pod. There we go. And we're back. All right. So we're out of the Reds talk. Right now we're going to go around the league, MLB talk. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say because I think it's, it's really a five-team race right now. Four of the teams are in the NL. I think I, I really think the Yankees are coming out of the AL, unless you have anything else. I, I mean, the Rays are going to be good, but I don't think they're there oh, yet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. What am I missing? You 
have been you were on this team's jock all year last Who? year before the season you Who thought they were a playoff team and they were a playoff team where is your confidence in the toronto blue that's Jays? what i just said i just said the blue jays I aren't thought, there yet i thought you said the rays oh no 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 i said the J- well i might have said that well i meant the jays you don't think the jays could com- compete in that division no they're going to compete in the division and they're going to make the playoffs but i don't think they're good enough to beat I the do. dodgers i don't think they're good enough to beat the mets i don't think they're good enough to beat the braves I don't think they're good enough to beat the Padres. And I like I, to the be Yankees. honest, I don't think they're good enough to beat the Yankees, but that could happen. I the like Yankees. the Yankees. I will say this. I don't love the Yankees staff outside of Garrett Cole, and I know that that's kind of like, well, they have Garrett Cole, but I don't know. I don't think they have, like, a very deep starting rotation. Corey Kluber is fine, but, like, he's a million. Yeah, but a healthy Yankees roster. I mean, it's just they're just going to smash Yeah, their them. lineup is great. But I think, like, the, to me, the Dodgers have the best team. Heads and shoulders, head and shoulders, above like not the Padres. I think the Padres aren't that far off. I know you'd argue the Mets are close. I like the Do- I just think the Dodgers. I mean, they won it last year. I think their rotation is just stupid. Now that they have Bauer, and they're they're gonna have Bauer, Bueller, Kershaw, Price, Urias, Dustin May, Tony Gonsolin. Um, Bruce Dar Gratterall. I mean, that's their Blake Trinan, Kenley Jansen. That's their. I mean, that's their pitching staff right there. That's their entire pitching staff. Um, their lineup's crazy too. I mean, we don't. It's it's embar- It's an embarrassment of riches when you have Betts, Bellinger, and Seager, and Turner, and Muncie, and Wilson. Like, I can go on and on. They have an All Star team. So I I think I'm with you. I think the Dodgers are to me the best team. For sure. I mean, clearly. Padres, though, what they did in in the offseason can't be, I mean, can't be understated. They get Blake Snell. They get you, Darvish. So, I, I think the Dodgers are the favorite. And, I mean, I don't like picking teams back-to-back to win back-to-back titles. But, like, they're just the best to me right now. And, I mean, I'm not going to proclaim them, like, they're for sure going to win the championship. Well, like, if you put a gun to my head and said you have to choose somebody to win the World Series, I would pick the Los Angeles Dodgers again. Bauer is out here pitching with an eye closed. I hate him. He's just toying around with people. I, he might have been my He's favorite. pitching with his he eyes closed. He might have been up there with Jesus, my, one of my favorite people of all time. <laughs> one of the greatest humans of all time. But right now, I hate him. He went from Jesus to Pontius Pilate. <laughs> That's what he went to. I mean, He's evil. He's evil. Yeah, you know, I like I like pitching with an eye closed because it's a good it's a good challenge. Get out of here, you scumbag! I hate him. I want him gone. I you know I <laughs> I, I think he's going to make that team like a super team. And really, there hasn't been a whole lot of hate towards him, like you know LeBron gets or KD gets. There hasn't been like no. super team, super team, super team, which is shocking because it is. I think you know why, Elliot. I just think people don't care about. I don't think people care about like the base, like the NBA is such a big Twitter league and everybody has their take. I just don't think baseball people are like as that's, passionate. Well, about, that's like, Robbie Manfred for you. Nobody trap. knows. Nobody <laughs> knows the players. Team. Nobody knows the teams. Nobody cares. Yeah, I agree, but. I do think, Zach, you are correct. If I were to bet on a team right now, that is going to be the San Diego Padres. Not the San Diego Padres, goddamn. I meant the San Diego... No, what am I saying? The Los Angeles the Dodgers. Chargers. Sorry. The Los I'm Angeles saying, Dodger I'm, Chargers. I, 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 <laughs> the Los Angeles Dodge Chargers. The, 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 <laughs> so, I, so, okay, let me restart that sentence. I believe in the 
Los Angeles Dodgers. I do think they're going to win. However, the San Diego Padres, there you go, Elliot. The San Diego Padres are going to be with them right there in the NLCS. I do believe that. Two teams, same division, same spot towards the end of the season. And I do think that game, will, that series will go seven. I think the Padres are just as good. The difference is I think the Dodgers are a little bit deeper. Um, but that's 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 about it. And the, also in the NL, you have my Mets. Go Mets. Hmm. Uh, LFG Mets. And then you have the Braves, also from the East, going to be very good. Phillies are going to be competitive. You're going to have the Cardinals. You're going to have the Reds, the Brewers, and the Cubs. I don't. I the NL Central, by the way. I know we just talked about it. it it's a it's a crapshoot. Nobody knows what's going on. Pirates. All right, thanks, Zach. And then <laughs> around the other league, the White Sox, I think, are going to be really good, oh, yeah. especially in that division. I think they're going to eat that division up. So I could see the White Sox fighting for a World Series this year easily. Uh, other than that, in that division, I don't really. I mean, oh, the Twins are okay. Elliot, Cleveland, they've got a payroll of sixteen dollars. I don't know what their mascot is. So, unfortunately, <laughs> I mean, they're. I mean, they. They're literally. I. I pay more for McDonald's when I go to McDonald's than they pay for baseball players. That's. That's where they're at. And also, they don't have a mascot. So, have fun with your season, the Cleveland. Cleveland team. <laughs> Hope to see you this year. You know what? I think Cleveland's going to surprise a lot of people. Oh, be quiet. I think they're going to be surprisingly bad. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was a good one. I do. I think they're going to be surprisingly bad. It wouldn't surprise me at the end. Tigers or Indians? Who has the Indian? God, sorry. Sorry. Tigers or Cleveland Spiders? Um, Who has the worst record? I guess. Watch out for Matthew Boyd. Oh, God. Matthew Boyd's horrific. (laughs) I would take Cleveland. I guess I'd take I guess I'd take Cleveland. I'm more so like Kansas City, I think, than Detroit. But I, I, I don't know. I was just It wouldn't surprise me. I don't know if I would say that. I think Cleveland's going to be like a 78-win <laughs> team or something. I think they're going to be terrible. I don't know if that's terrible, but it's not good. Yeah, so other than that, I do think the AL is going to be kind of a shorter race just because I think there's the, the, there's the Blue Jays, there's the Yankees, there's the White Sox, and then I don't see a whole lot. Athletics, maybe. Athletics are good, but I don't know about the athletics right now. They lost their best bullpen guy, so who knows. Um, other, than, other than that, around the league, spring training, not, not a whole lot to talk about, really. The only thing that has stood out to me is, like I said, every day or every five days, Whatever Trevor Bauer is going to try to do this time, is he going to pitch like trying to do a backflip into a pitch or something? Like, is he going to try and jump off a trampoline now into pitches? Is he going to rub like acid into his eyes? And like, is he going to like, <laughs> is he going to like, I don't know, is he going to like try and shave while throwing a pitch or something? Like, I don't know. Wait, what you got to fit? Like, that's the only the thing worst, that dude. is. It's going to be so bad to see him back in Cincinnati. I don't want him. You know he's going to come here. You know he's going to pitch. You know he's going to take, he's he's gonna gonna take gonna... a stupid picture by that dumbass can he put in our stadium. <laughs> that big-ass can put right the in bottle. the center. Oh, well, I got you the Bud Light. Nice. Nobody cares. <laughs> I got you the Bud Light. Is it Budweiser or Bud it's Light? It's Budweiser. Oh, God. Well, it's in LA. You know he's gonna come. You know he's gonna come back, and you know he when he's gonna be here. I think it's late in the season, and he's probably gonna pitch in that series, and he'll probably throw eight shutout innings because I feel like he's dominated the Reds every single time he's gone again. Like every time, I feel like Bauer dominates against us, and I know it's gonna be weird saying that, but I don't know. I, I think I, I think that. Uh, 
Yeah, I, this, as far as spring training we talked about, I haven't really, I, I mean, I'd be, I'm not going to lie, I haven't followed a ton. I mean, I've watched some of the Reds games, um, but I haven't really, like, nothing to me is like, stood out as like, wow, this is significant. Uh, the Royals are the current Cactus League champions right now as it stands. The, the White Sox only have one win. I mean, that just goes to show you how little this matters. No, it does. And But the, the point was, I don't know what their averages are. Honestly, their averages don't matter because they have a great lineup. Or how great their Lucas Giolito is. It doesn't matter for them. Right. Because they know, and that's, and that's, a completely other, that's a completely other story. If you're a proven team, if you know you're going to be good, if you know you're a front runner for a division... You're not going to be playing your guys a whole lot. That's just, I mean, that's just a little fun leak. They're over there just saying, let's close our eyes and be like Trevor and just start throwing things. It doesn't matter what they do. The Reds are a team that needs to prove that they can hit. They need to prove that they can have a bullpen, and they have failed at both so far. So congratulations, Red, in the spring training. I, I, other than, I'm thinking, by the way, other, like, have, has Clayton started yet? Clayton started a game, right? Kershaw? Yeah, in spring training, I think he did good. I think he has started a game. I couldn't tell you his line. No, well, you don't need to. But it's just like, I, I'm i just trying to see how everybody looks so far. because Corey I Seager's think, on fire. I mean, this guy's ridiculous. I know that doesn't matter. How many at-bats does he have in well, He's 8 for 19 with three homers, 8 RBIs. Yeah, he has I mean, a 5.2 this is, OBP. I mean, it's, it's spring training, but at the same time. But no, but that's the thing, it's dude. A, that's it's the a contract thing. He's pitching, he's, he's playing against scrubs. And he's getting the pitches that he wants, and he's playing. This is what you need to do. That's what you're supposed to do in spring training. It really is. Well, for the you're good- supposed to hit 500. You're supposed to hit a three home runs, and you're supposed to get on base half the time. They, and, and the Reds don't do it still. Well, I think, and it's the other thing, though, Elliot, and I think, especially their first half of spring training, the guys aren't playing full games. You know, you're only the starters are only in for five innings, so they're not getting the, every at bat. Um, Eugenio Suarez. I mean, we talked. You talk about. I don't know. Some of these. Some of these guys have hit. I feel like Suarez is 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 hitting four sixty two, six for thirteen on the year, or on the on the spring training. Um, What's Votto hitting? Do you have that? He was four for nine in his four four games that he played. Um, but I mean, oh, but you. I, I, we don't have to get back into the Reds too much. But oh, it's okay. We can get back. Into you're it seeing. We have. I mean, there's the, the around the league stuff. I, I like to get into it, but right now well, there's not training. a lot to yeah. talk about. It, we're in the dog. Like we're listening to. I was listening to, um, uh, Barstool Chicago and and White Sox Day was talking about like it's the dog days of yeah, spring training when it's just kind of like you're still like feeling out like we're not to the end where it's like these are the guys you're pretty much that are gonna you're down to the final few cuts yeah we're not there i mean scotty heinzelman 6 for 14 6 for 15 he's been a star max schrock he's 6 for 14 i think blandino's been good too oh, blandino 6 for 15 he had a big double tonight as well i saw that what are you gonna do what are they they might alfredo rodriguez is 6 for 14 Maybe we found our shortstops. We got Blandino. We got D. Strange. We got Max Schrock. We got. Can we, we, got, put, can we put a Kino there? <laughs> what's he, what's he done? I mean, he's three for twelve. Yeah, that was fun. Thanks, Aquino, for your month in August. I think he's been great. <laughs> uh, other than that, around the league, there isn't really a whole lot to talk about. So we're probably getting into more March Madness right now. But yeah, March Madness. I I I've rallied because we need to talk about it. So. Yeah. 
this is the end of the Reds and baseball portion right now. If you don't Obviously, like March Madness, sorry. Yeah, if you don't like <laughs> if you don't like March Madness, then you certainly don't like baseball. So, so uh, well, <laughs> there's one friend in mind that first came to mind. Are you thinking of the person? I'm thinking of him. So right now, we are in March. This is this is prime March Madness. Honestly, and people will disagree with me on this. Whoa. Conference tournament week might be better than the actual, like, not the first round, but the conference tournament week is better than the round of 32, Sweet 16, yeah. Elite I, Eight, Final Four, I can see why. I can see why you say that. I think it's fun, like, it is fun to watch these teams, like, the do-or-die games like that. I don't know, like, to me, like, North Carolina, Florida State tonight, a game like that is kind of like, meh. I mean, both these teams are clearly in the field. I think it's I think it's great. One bid leagues like, like for instance, like Georgetown is playing tomorrow in the final against the winner of this game. Yeah, it's Georgetown with a losing record coming into the tournament. I think that's fun. I think that's really fun. Like you get a team like that who can can kind of salvage what has been kind of a bad year for them, and they and then you get hot for three games or four games, you find yourself in the final. I think that's pretty cool. I think that's about as good. Honestly, I think that's about as entertaining as it gets. And the, and the one-bid leagues, by the way, are, are my favorite right now. Yeah, oh, yeah, those are great, too. Because my, my, my alternate school, that's my former alma mater, Toledo, Toledo has just been knocked out. They were clear front-runners to win the MAC. They, they lost today to Ohio. They were projected as the 12 seed. They're now out of it. They don't get another chance. It's a one big league. They oh, fought yeah. to their death, and Ohio was obviously also fighting for their death. And they won, and they get to keep living. So it makes it so much more fun. And what's the, what's the conference that Big Cat says is the uh, Horizon League? The Horizon League. So the Horizon League. If you, if you guys if you guys don't know this, there was a day this year. I forget what day it was. Was it two weeks ago or last La- week? It was last like. Monday or Tuesday or something? There were four games. Every single one of them was decided by one point. Three of them went into overtime. It was ridiculous. Who was the comeback game? It was Wright State was beating Milwaukee by 24 with like... Eight minutes, right? Seven minutes left. Seven minutes left, up 24. They blow it. They force OT. Or they win it outright. No, they I think, forced OT. Yeah, they forced OT. Do you know how hard it is to blow a 24-point lead in seven minutes? Well, UC would know. UC would know. But other than that, yeah. <laughs> well, I not think, even that bad. No, but... Not even that bad. <laughs> 22 and 10, still horrific. One of the worst things ever. I think about it. I I you know, I don't think about it every day or anything, you know. By the way, Zach, what? not to, not that it matters, a little crosstown rivalry, UC's still alive and Xavier's been eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Was, sorry to, sorry to laugh at Xavier like, fans, but I mean, with all due respect, I've never seen a bigger choke. I would never, Imagine losing your last three games, all must win, all to losing record opponents. Imagine, would, yeah. imagine doing that and saying, oh, yeah, I like this guy. I like, I, the, would, I like the coach. I would never say anything bad about Xavier. Are you kidding me? No, Zach's a pure of heart. No, I'm, we, have I'm a friend, we have a friend that's a Xavier fan. He got on us the other day because we were at a bar. And so, so here's a little story for you. We were at a bar, and it was a Xavier bar. Everybody, everybody, Xavier everybody bar. in the bar wanted Xavier to win. Everyone. Like Everyone. There was not like even like like every per. I'm ninety percent of the people in the bar were had wanted Xavier to win that game. Like we yeah, were Xavier was, fans. Like Xavier. The fans. only people in there that weren't cheering for Xavier were people in there just trying to enjoy an honest meal. And there weren't and many of those. <laughs> there weren't many of those. So Xavier was playing Butler in a do or die game. 
They have to win. And honestly, it's not even like it wasn't even like a big deal at the first. It was like, yeah, you're playing Butler. Obviously, you're going to need to win, but you're playing Butler. They should beat Butler. They lose the game. So during this, the course of this game, we we I got there like I think at halftime maybe, yeah. and we're watching the second half. And our buddy Zach and I's his buddy, he's a big Xavier guy, and I'm and Zach's over there like. Cole, you're fine. You're fine. I thought they were fine. Because Xavier was kind of not dominating, but they, you know, they had control of the game for the whole game. And there was like seven minutes left. Xavier was up like six, and Zach's like, "Yeah, they're fine. No doubt. No doubt." I and then the fine. lead kept dwindling and dwindling. And at the, at this point, once there was like five minutes left, I started avidly cheering against Xavier. I started cheering for Butler. It was it's just funny to me sit in a room full of Xavier fans and have them all cry at the end. <laughs> so I so so it comes down to the end. Comes end of, they force OT, goes to OT, Xavier loses. It was one of the funniest things I've ever been a part of. Yeah. Zach, so Zach, so there was a, another guy at the bar. He, he whispered, he, he was talking to us. He's like, so is the NIT happening this year? Zach whispered to me, and because he didn't say it to him, Zach's nicer than I am. Zach whispered to I, me. I couldn't say it to his face no, after this kind of was, collapse of a loss. I mean, it was a melt. I would have been, I would have been in shambles if that were my team. Zach would have left the bar, and he probably would have broken a few things on the way out. So Zach whispers to me after that question. Yeah, and you can, yeah, and you can buy, uh, you can buy tickets at www.nit.com. <laughs> it was one of the funniest things I heard. If I would have said that, and he would have hit me, I would have been like, okay, I deserve it. I deserve it. But so Xavier's been eliminated. You see. Believe it or not, is still alive. They beat SMU. SMU, I believe, is now out of the tournament. Well, SMU's right? dead. They I haven't mean, played in a month. I, I sorry, SMU, but your season's over. Uh, other than that, around the league, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State has beaten Baylor. They're going to be playing for the Big Ten title. Big Twelve. Big sorry, Big Twelve title. The Big Ten. Ohio State. Did they beat Purdue? Right. They won in overtime. Yes. So they beat Purdue. Wisconsin. Iowa's playing right now in the other semi. Mm-hmm. That will be played. They play that Sunday, right? That'll be Sunday, yes. And then let's see, Big Twelve or Big. What am I at? Well, have I talked? Well, uh, Big East. Big East. Okay, Creighton. So we have Creighton, UConn playing as we record this right now, and they will be playing as Zach said, Georgetown, which is a complete underdog story sleeper. Obviously, they beat Villanova, who lost both their best players, and they have scrubs running around the. <laughs> is that Gold Star advertising a chicken sandwich? Sorry, I got distracted. I, I think so. that was Gold Star Chili advertising oh. a, a chicken and a hamburger. Was it? I think it was. Yeah. No um, free ads. <laughs> no free ads. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I lost my train of thought. Okay, so Georgetown will either be playing Creighton or uh, UConn. UConn and Creighton are both in at this point. However, I am cheering for Georgetown. Just, I mean, it's just funny. Well, it'll be a fun bid stealer. Other, other than that, so let's go to the Big 12, other teams in the Big 12. Kansas has been eliminated at no fault of their own. Coronavirus has eliminated them. Uh, I don't think that's... I, I Again, I don't know. I They said before everything happened that if one guy has yeah. it, you can play your games, which I well, don't understand what's going on I with think that. what it is, Elliot, is I think they're bowing out just because... That's what I they thought, don't have to, Correct. They don't have to win this. They're in the tournament, so you might as well just get the hell out of there and just... But, you you but you look at teams like Duke, which also shout out. Duke. I don't know what the Duke. I don't know why the Duke. I don't understand the Duke thing. Because Coach K, which by the I used to love Duke when I was a kid. I hate Duke. I hate Coach K. I, can't I hate him. You like Duke? He's a scumbag. I mean, this guy just he takes. You know who he is? He's David Bell when our pitcher gets injured and we end up winning the game because he gets he gets drank. He brought up he David just gets, Bell. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> David, David Bell stinks. Come on the pod. 
but Coach K, so they, they right before the game, their season was still alive. They were playing Florida State. Obviously, it's win or go home. They get coronavirus early in the day, and that's it. It was a walk-on scrub. He probably doesn't talk to the rest of the team. He probably doesn't speak to them. And yet, they're like, yeah, we're done. We'll see you later. We'll see you next year. Well, I don't want to speculate, Elliot, but the ironic part about that is one of they have two walk-ons, I believe, one of which is Coach K's grandson. It so wasn't Coach K's grandson. who They didn't announce the guy? I don't think they announced. They didn't okay, disclose so that's the player. Fun. Okay, if, so it was. I'm not saying it was Coach K. So, folks, if you're in a conspiracy, the Zach is saying Coach K gave his grandson <laughs> coronavirus so he could opt out. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be a plot twist of epic proportions. No, so Duke is Duke is long gone. Kentucky's long gone. We'll smell you, Kentucky. Yeah, Michigan State's in, right? I, I think they're in. I think they're a lock at this point. Uh, they did lose to who did they lose to Rutgers? They or? lost to uh, Maryland yesterday Maryland. in the in the first round or their second round of the uh, Big East tournament. So or Big Ten tournament. I'm sorry. Any other teams that we need to talk about before we give our final four picks? Um, I'm trying to think. Um, Gonzaga, yeah. they won. Congratulations, to Gonzaga. It was never a doubt, really. So they are undefeated heading into March Madness. I don't like that. Um, I love it. I just think it's weird because you saw what happened to Kentucky a few years ago. You come in that with that added pressure of never losing a game, and all of a sudden you're down in a game, and it's like we've never been here before. So that's what I don't like because they do. I mean, they do. They just beat everybody. They beat everybody by 20. It's not even fun. However, I, do, I don't think they're going to win it this year. I changed my mind on that. If I were to bet on a team to win, I'd bet on Gonzaga, but I don't think they will win it just because of how fluky March Madness is how awesome it is. Yeah. So, But Gonzaga is obviously really good, and they spoiler, they're going to be in both of mine and Zach's final four picks. Uh, yeah, well, there's another team we have to talk about. Missouri. They're going to lose in the first round. <laughs> Zach, Zach, Zach despises two teams. Missouri, both of them in the SEC. Missouri, <laughs> Missouri and Tennessee. Although I have made it known that if Tennessee plays a certain team coached by a certain former Cincinnati coach, I will pick Tennessee over that. So. <laughs> they might not make the tournament either. Uh, I think they're going to make it. But he, it's he's, referring, be close. he's referring to UCLA. UCLA just <laughs> choked a game away. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm bitter to Oregon about that. State. It was significant to some. I'll leave it at that. It was significant <laughs> to some who had some in a parlay. <laughs> I think it we was, can. I mean, sports gam. I mean, p- legalized sports gam in Ohio. What are you doing? I know it's it's it is. I also won a parlay, so not to brag, but twelve teams. I mean, you Congrats. ever win a twelve team parlay? No, I don't think I have. No, I don't think you have. I believe Thanks, Zach's been openly it. telling me that it's impossible, but it's possible. Um, Can't win. So here we go. Final four picks. Oh well, what? I think we talked about everybody. SEC, Big Twelve, Big Ten. We didn't. We haven't mentioned too much about the um, the Pac twelve. Pac twelve. You're right. You're right. You're right. So Oregon. And now uh, is your Pac twelve option. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Oregon, USC, and Colorado are all good. They're all so. good. I don't. I'm not a buyer of Colorado stock. I'm not really a buyer of USC stock either. I like Oregon because Oregon plays well at the end of at the end of seasons typically, although they're getting boat raced by Oregon <laughs> State right now. All right, Lou Holtz. They're getting they're getting crushed, fifty eight forty four to Oregon State right now. Really? So I don't like that, but I don't know. It's conference tournament. This conference tournament doesn't mean much to them. I mean, Oregon State has to win it to get in. So I can. It doesn't bother me that Oregon's. I will say I think. Obviously, not counting Oregon State, 
I think if the top three teams, USC, Colorado, and Oregon, I think they all win their first round games. Really? Yeah. Okay. I the, the only like the Big East. I don't think anyone's winning a game except for UConn. I think UConn wins the first round game. I don't think Creighton does. I don't think Villanova does. You don't think a team, a Big East team, will win a first oh, round game except UConn? Except okay. for UConn. I just I don't think they're. I don't think anyone's good. Georgetown's going to be playing like. I don't. Well, Georgetown's got to win. Georgetown's going to be playing Iowa if they win the whole thing. So I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I you know. The Big East is kind of sketchy to me. The Big Ten, the lower half of the Big Ten, is sketchy to me. Well, and honestly, the t- honestly, the whole Big Ten. I, I think Michigan and Illinois are far and far and away better than everybody else. Ohio State's very—they're the closest team to them, but still far away. And then outside of that, I don't trust Iowa. I don't buy Iowa stock. By the way, buying sports stocks. Purdue. Symbol. 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 Um, Purdue. I don't buy Purdue. I don't buy Purdue one bit. I like him. I don't buy Rutgers. I don't buy Rutgers. Elliot Rutgers. I don't buy anybody. They were the tournament for the first time in like ever. Yeah. Well, congratulations. So, outside of that, Wisconsin. What about Wisconsin? Zach? You no, like Wisconsin? I, Wisconsin isn't good. No. What are they doing right now to Iowa? They were winning at I believe it. It was halftime, and I believe they have a lead. If I'm mistaken. well, I think that's a testament to Iowa. I don't they're think up. They're well. They are up six right now at halftime. Okay. Well, I think Iowa, I like Iowa. I don't love Iowa. I think Iowa is a team that, like, I think last week I might, or a couple weeks ago I might have said, I really don't think they're going to win two games in the tournament. Maybe I'm softening on that. I don't like Iowa as, like, a Final Four team. I know, I don't. No, no I, I don't think they're a Final Four caliber team. They don't guard. That's what I, I, I just don't think they guard. Guards is fantastic, but uh, I don't know. I'm not buying Iowa as, like, a Final Four Caliber team. To be honest, I don't think they get out of the first weekend, but that's just me. It could happen. Okay, I, I don't. I don't hate that. By the way, first weekend, March Madness. How happy are you right now? We're yeah. gonna have to. We might. I might publish the podcast where we were really depressed, right when everything was canceled. I might publish that on Rallycap. That was a. By the way, that was a year ago today. Three hundred sixty-five days ago. So, right when it happened, Rudy Gobert. Shout out to you for ruining everything. But other than that, well, and the guy who ate the bat. That guy also has close to the blame. Uh, but right now, we are going to give our final four picks, because why not? I'm going to pick all the one seeds. We're going to pick Zach. Zach is chalk. Zach's name <laughs> is chalk. He's just going to pick everyone. I, I don't think so. So here we go. I'm going to go first, give Zach some time to look at his chalk picks. Go for it. I do think Gonzaga's going. I think Gonzaga's going to the big dance. I probably, I do think they're probably going to go to the finals or the championship game. I just think I, I think they're that much better than everybody this year. Uh, a team that fell from grace for me, Baylor. I think they're good. I just don't think they're Final Four good right now. So right now I'm going to have Gonzaga in the Final Four. I am going to have Illinois in the Final Four. I think Illinois is good. Uh, they have great guard play and they have great uh, post play. So I, it's hard to beat that team. Outside of that, I'm going to go a sleeper pick here. Whoa. Big 12. Oh, yeah. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State has been beating. They're the, I'd argue outside of Gonzaga, they're the best team in basketball right now. They're just that. They're beating everybody. So I, I really think they're good. And I love Texas Tech. They're my team this year. I don't think Texas Tech's like can compete with Oklahoma State right now. I don't think anybody can except for Gonzaga. So so I have Oklahoma State, sleeper pick, final four. I have Gonzaga, and I have Illinois in there. And my last pick, I'm debating either going chalk, because I'm trying to think of what I'm going to do for brackets anyway. So 
All right. I'm going to do it. What are you doing? I'm going to do it. Right. I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. What are you doing? I'm going to Oregon. Whoa! Sleeper. Sleeper. We're going back-to-back sleepers. We're going back-to-back sleepers. Oh, man. Oregon. Gonzaga. Wow. By the way, Zach Zach might be like, you're not picking shots. It's March, baby. It's March. We've seen 11 seeds get there. It's possible. Oregon. Oklahoma State. Gonzaga. Illinois. Zach. I like it. I like it a lot. I like... The Oklahoma State pick. I, I didn't feel I, I wasn't all about the Oklahoma State pick, but now I think they have Kate Cunningham. I'm not gonna pick him, but if I they like beat Texas pick. for the title, give me a break. I'm gonna pick Gonzaga. I've been on I would be hypocritical to not pick Gonzaga. I'm the I'm the driver of the Gonzaga bandwagon. And, and nope Zach so Zach's gonna pick Gonzaga and if he picks Gonzaga he has to pick Clemson, so go ahead and pick Clemson next. Yeah, I'm not picking Clemson. Zach's been telling me how good Clemson is. Clemson Clemson, has one game. Clemson's the worst team I've ever seen. Clemson has a fantastic resume. A fantastic And they have some of the worst losses you'll ever see. They don't. Sorry I I interrupted. Continue. They lost to Miami. That was a bad loss. (laughs) Continue. I'm going to go Illinois. I think Illinois, I've been really high on them lately. Ayo DeSumo is one of my favorite players to watch in the country. Kofi Coburn is really good as well. Trent Frazier. I'm a big Illinois fan. They've been rolling teams as well. I mean, they're good. They've had some. Uh, they they've really gotten to a groove. The only slip up they've had was Michigan State, and that's when Michigan State was just beating everybody up. They beat Ohio State and Indiana a couple times. So uh, they they've been road warriors too. They won three in a row on the road: Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio State. Or uh, no, yeah, Ohio State. They they crushed Rutgers today. I'm in on the Illini. Uh, so Gonzaga, Illinois. I'm my my third Final Four team. I will take Michigan. Um, again, consistency. Um, they've been pretty strong all year. They got crushed by Illinois, but I'm not that worried. That was kind of a one-off game. Michigan, the Michigan State loss. Um, I just think that was like Michigan State had to win. They were up against it. But outside of that, I mean, for the first you know 20 games, they were outstanding. Hunter Dickinson's one of the best big men in the country. I like their guards too. Franz Wagner, Mike Smith, Eli Brooks. They got Isaiah Livers. A really just deep team that I like. And then finally you went with Oregon who's probably let me look at Bracket Matrix right now. Uh, Oregon I believe is like in that 7-8 maybe seed range. No there's a 6. Okay there's a 6. I'm going to one up you even better. Uh oh. You're picking a 6 seed to make the final four right now. Right? Six seed. I'm going to go with a team that I have said. Well, here we go. This is going to be dangerous. I think we're watching them right now. This is dangerous. I think we're watching them but right now. But this is a team. You can't let a team with this good of a lead guard get hot in March. And the way they've been playing, I've just got a feeling they've had these magical runs before. And I know that really doesn't matter because none of those team players are on this team. However, the way they are playing. UConn. There we go. UConn. There we go. Unfortunately, they're going to be in the 8-9 game probably, so that's going to be a problem. <laughs> and I have three one seed. I have three one seeds making to the final four, so I'm going to have to really get really get lucky. Uh, so there, it looks like they're going to take down Baylor. 
uh, looks like <laughs> in, my, in my simulation. Which, by the way, they could beat Baylor. They could beat Baylor. It's not crazy. Out of all the, out of all the one seeds, I think Baylor's probably their best chance. I think J- James Booknight is outstanding. He's a lottery pick. Um, I'm gonna. You went off the ball, all, way off the wall with Oregon. If I have to pick one, I'm picking. I'll pick UConn as my like sleeper kind of team. I was gonna. I, was, I just think I don't think it's gonna be. It's never. It's never as you. No, it's, it's never, never as you think. I thought about Alabama. I know people don't like their style of play. I think they're great. I think, I think no. I think they're good. I just think it's like if that shot ever stops, you're done. They're done. It's. Over. I really like Alabama, but I, I'm not gonna pick them. UConn, if we're talking like a deep six, past the six or seven line, why not? Why not UConn? UConn, UConn, Gonzaga, Baylor, or UConn, Gonzaga, Illinois, Michigan. Sorry, Baylor. <laughs> that's it. That's what I, that's. I like it. That's a prediction. I like it. I like it. Oregon State, I do think, is going to be really good. So that's pretty much it for this podcast. Um, thank you, Symbol. Thank you, Anchor, for letting us do this as we continue to get more in the groove. We'll start doing two podcasts once the season starts uh, getting up. Right now, we're probably going to be a weekly show. We're back to being weekly. I want to thank everybody for listening. Other than that, I think that's it. And we'll update everybody once we get... Because I believe our next show might be that Friday night, the first Friday night of March Madness. So here we go. Thanks for listening, guys. This is March. This is March.